self-growth, personal growth, doing the work, digging in, whatever you want to call it, without a doubt can feel threatening and it can even be threatening to a relationship. And it very likely may be the opportunity of a lifetime. I never imagined or predicted that wrestling with my inner dementors would open me up to greater connection. And the magic in all of that resulted in a revitalized, more intimate, honest, partnered, loving relationship. You're a high achiever. On paper and through the eyes of others, you've made it. Congratulations. But the truth is you feel unwanted, unworthy, and unlovable. You always have, but you hide it well. Welcome to the Trauma Hiders Podcast. I'm Karen Goldfinger Baker, and this is a podcast where high achievers like you finally reveal what keeps them up at night that no amount of money or recognition will fix. I'm also making it my business to speak with people who get you. Hell, I get you. I am you. So get your best hider's face on, sit down, and let your guard down. What's on the other side of this shit will change your life. There are so many ways people like us fuck ourselves over, but let's start with five ways. When you know them, maybe you'll finally stop doing them. Over on my website, you'll find a free download listing the five ways your fuckery is getting in the way of the next level of your success. Grab it now at KarenGoldfingerBaker.com. True confession time in the Trauma Hiders Club. Some of the thoughts that held me back from doing the work to heal my unprocessed trauma were, one, I might fall apart in pieces, rocking in a corner, forever shattered and broken. I might end up divorced because all my shit would be flying around like the dementors from the Harry Potter books, sucking away any happiness, leaving me a soulless, unloving, and unlovable shell. And yet another fear was that I wouldn't know how to relate to those around me, and I could not connect with them either. Swirling around in my core were the dance partners of threat and fear. When I made the commitment to take just a peek into my stuff, I also made a commitment to experiment with ways that might increase the possibility of good relational outcomes as I moved step-by-step toward healing. This is where I break down what that looked like with the caveat that what worked for me may also work for you or may not work for you, but it may also work for you too. So first I talked, I actually said the words out loud. My number one priority is to uncouple myself from my abuser. Scary as fuck the first time and even the 12th time. And I kept speaking that into the world. I shared with David, my husband, that this is my priority and I'm going to get the right support so that I can heal my unprocessed trauma and once and for all be at peace. I added, of course I added, yet another level of scary to my share. I asked him how he felt about this. 
Now, you need to know that David is a very feeling. In fact, he's been a beautiful guide for me. The scaries came from the possibility that I might confirm my fear that I'd end up soulless in hell or even at Hogwarts rocking in a corner, the very life sucked out of me by the Dementors. That didn't happen. He asked me what I needed, how he can support me, and assured me that he's there for me. Now, this one was big for me. I told him I would share with him when there's something I wanted to share, and even when there was something that might be uncomfortable to share, as long as I was clear that I wasn't dumping my shit on him. What happened then, you ask? Well, sharing what felt right to be shared deepened our relationship, and it invited us to connect with a mutual language, greater resonance, and more intimacy. It was and is so important to me to ensure that our relationship is the prime focus and is not replaced by my therapist or coaches or the modalities of the work I was doing. Insights and learnings were and continue to be funneled into the relationship, never replacing the relationship. I noticed that David was also growing in the ways he was showing up, expressing love and responding openly and bravely to the world around him and the world around us. I tell you all of this because so often we touch on, this is what happened, I did the work, now it's all awesome. And that's just not real life. Self-growth, personal growth, doing the work, digging in, whatever you want to call it, without a doubt can feel threatening and it can even be threatening to a relationship. And it very likely may be the opportunity of a lifetime. I never imagined or predicted that wrestling with my inner dementors would open me up to greater connection. And the magic in all of that resulted in a revitalized, more intimate, honest, partnered, loving relationship. Healing, connection, honesty, love, they're here for me, they're here for you and for all of us. And I'm here for all of it. You've been listening to the Trauma Hiders Club podcast. For more episodes, head over to my website where you'll find links to resources mentioned and all the ways you can listen on your favorite podcast platform. And if you're ready to fight, discover the rules of Trauma Club. Head over to KarenGoldfingerBaker.com.